my man. What's up? Not much, man. You know, getting mm. my stuff together. Good. Well, I think I uh, cured my hangover, so. <laughs> I just took like three naps and started drinking a beer, so that should be okay. You should be live, man. Yeah, I think I had to switch it up from that red. I think that red was starting to run its course. I was like, yeah, I'm starting to feel bad whenever I'm drinking this now, so. <laughs> Time to switch over to something else for a while. Hey, I feel you on that. I got a special guest coming on. We can get that situated. Oh man, I wrote a little uh, kind of little ep- like a little excerpt, kind of like little memory lane thingy. What's all going on, my lady? How you doing? Can you hear me, Lisa? Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, before we start, I want to make sure everybody sounds pretty good. Everyone's ready. And Yeah, just let me know if you yeah. can hear me shoving this lemon in my Corona bottle real quick. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. So, hey, uh, Ronan, so this is uh, Lisa. Hey, what's hey, up? Nice to meet you. Hello. Oh, come on. Get in there. There you go. Okay. We're All good. Right. All right. So, about to start us off, guys. So, we are live, guys. So, welcome, everyone, to the newest and youngest gaming podcast on the net. I am yours, Philip Carlo, and my co-host, Ronan503. What's up? And we got a special guest today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Lisa. Pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for having me. No doubt, no doubt. We're glad to have you. She's a Destiny fanatic herself, <laughs> like us. <laughs> so, uh, definitely, uh, I'm going to start with Ronan. So, what you been messing with, man? What you been playing? Man, you know what I've been messing with. I've been messing with that reckoning. Oh, that is- yeah, man. It has gotten so ridiculously easy that, I mean, I was like, I didn't go in for the first couple of days, right? But then when I finally was like, all right, let's go try this. And I ran in there. Man, that thing is, I don't want to say a joke, but it's kind of, kind of, I didn't mess with the tier threes because I was going for spare rations, right? But that tier two was just mm-hmm. like nothing. And so then I decided to farm for um, like the major resists and the different ones, the minor resists, whatever that you can get just on your armor sets, right? Yeah, and so I just went in and just was just uh, to level up my Titan because I want to get the full set on him all the way up there. But it was like, man, I did a couple tier ones, and that was just like punching through paper mache, man. There wasn't none to that. And tier two, I was like, but like the drop rates on that thing, let me tell you, I went in the first tier two reckoning I did, the very first one, I had that rapid hit multi kill clip range master work spare rations drop, and I was like, well, looks like I'm done. <laughs> I was like right back out of there. I was like, "All right, let's go do something else for a while." Facts, facts. Yeah, it's, 
Yeah, especially when they changed everything out. They they made sure that it's a little bit easier for everyone to do it so they can get their stuff and their gear and everything like that. So I definitely agree with you, man. Yes, Ms. Liza, what you been playing? What you been going on? Um, I've just been sucking rocks at Destiny lately. (laughs) I'm awful at it, but man, it's fun. It kills time, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just by after everything that's already come out, man, it's really, it's going to be a very new type of game for the most part. So I definitely can't wait um, for Shadowkeep to come out. So it looks like we got a pretty good sandbox change addition to the sandbox changes um, this week. And so we're going to get right into it. And before we go and get into it, remember, guys, Borderlands 3 is live. Uh, it was live. It went live yesterday. If you haven't got a chance to get in that, go ahead and get in it, man. You know, I've been hearing some wonderful things about the game. So, you know, while you got some downtime, jump in that. You know, don't uh, don't sleep on it. So, this week, um, we actually got some pretty good sandbox changes um, to weapons and a lot of buffs, uh, which I'm excited to talk about. But before we do that, it seemed like... Um, we actually got a little thing from the tribe stating they're going to have a final pre-launch uh, Vidoc um, on year three next week. So we want to kind of keep our eyes out for that. Um, they're going to be showing some stuff. I did hear something about um, it was saying something about a new trailer, so I guess that might be in it. Um, yeah, the new trailer was supposed to have been shown at a Tokyo Game Show, but either they haven't shown it yet, or they didn't mm-hmm. show it at all because it was listed on the TGS report that it was going to be on there. But I'm on YouTube every day watching everybody's videos, and nobody's nobody's even brought it up. Yeah, I literally haven't seen it. Um, are they still there? Oh, uh, well, it was supposed to start on Thursday and then run through the weekend. So I assume it goes until uh, tomorrow, but, you know, all those kind of things usually have happened by now. Yeah, usually the first day. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I, I was like, I was looking for it, but it, it just never. Uh, no, I haven't um, seen, like, a whole lot of news come out of the TGS, because I saw, like, the one hour that people got to play of, um, what was it, Death Stranding. But that's the only, like, news that I've really seen drop, unless there just wasn't a whole lot going on. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to look at that. I don't know what's been going on. Unless they're, they're just waiting, maybe. Probably, possibly just waiting. Or everybody's just covering Borderlands 3. <laughs> it's like... Yes, that's what I've been seeing the entire time. Uh, here. Okay, so we actually got a launch calendar. So everybody ready for this launch calendar? It's actually pretty good, pretty steep. Yeah, there's... Um... Interesting stuff on here. Yes. So I'm gonna get started with the so from the free seasonal updates uh, for people who aren't getting Shadowkeep just yet. Um, so they get the get they get a chance to go on the moon. Moon destination is open. Uh, seasonal artifact, of course, everyone's gonna get that. Finishers armor 2.0. 
uh, a new strike, the uh, Festering Core. I'm surprised. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I think that's the one that's going to take place with that little uh, area that they found on Nessus that they glitched into or found a way to get into it that was unfinished. Yeah. Because yep. it's like, you know, Festering Core, and then that's like inside of a planet. So if I put those two things together, I think that's probably that one. Mm-hmm. All right, my and, leaps uh, to logic, amazing. Get... Yeah, <laughs> <Go ahead>. true. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, they also get the new strike, uh, the the Scarlet Keep. Uh, let's see, Crucible updates, of course. They're going to get um, reprised uh, PvP map, Widow's Court, Oops. Twilight Gap. Yep. Uh, new PvP map, Fragment, of course, Sweet. Crucible Lab, 11. And uh, free seasonal rank rewards as well. Now, so, just on a side note, I've been wanting to ask you about that a little bit. Um, what does everybody think about? Okay, we're getting these three new maps back, right? And of course, the uh, right. at least the two of the D1 maps are going to be an elimination. I don't know if the elimination is just going to be on those maps and not any other ones, but that's kind of beside the point, really. It's like, but when elimination comes out, Crucible Labs, you don't get anything for it, right? You just go in there and basically game test the mode for them. Right, and just try it out for ourselves and see what we like or don't like about it. But yeah, these yeah, maps are going to be, yeah, these maps are going to be in regular PvP also, right? So, what do you, how do you think you're mm -hmm. going to end up spending your time in there for going into Crucible Labs just to play around with Elimination versus playing the new maps and playing the game modes to actually like gain, you know, Valor and FME, or yeah, Valor and Glory and whatnot? Um, well, for me personally, I definitely think, I mean, I will go, I'm going there regardless, you know, so they haven't weapons yet that, that that's coming out as well. So I'm a, I'm definitely going to jump in it and, uh, uh, test out everything, but I'm definitely, I'm more, I'm interested in 3v3 elimination because I remember that it was back in D1. Yeah. And I, that's, I love that. Yeah, that's the, like the interesting thing when I think about it. Because even right now at the slow time, there's like so much stuff that I sit here and I look at my director and I'm like, I could do this or I could go do that or I could do this other thing, right? There's still a ton of stuff that you can do, things you can chase, right? right. And so it's like right. when it comes to thinking like the weekend, when it comes to a uh, hashtag dunk crucible time, it's like, are we going to be in there being like, all right, all right everybody, let's go uh, play some elimination or are we going to do the other thing? I'm just fascinated on how it's like going to, like divide up the time versus fun versus you know fun and reward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It, it's kind of an open-ended yeah, question. It's just something I've been thinking about. I mean, yeah. When it comes to that, it's it's um you definitely want to just think about okay, how would they actually perceive that? How how would people go in there and say okay, um, this is a Crucible Labs. It's not the full game just yet. You know, how people are going to attack it. I believe they're going to attack it. People are going to go in there and play it regardless because that's that old nostalgia. You know what I mean? Well, that's going to be great fodder for like, for, like, streamers, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because their streams definitely. don't really rely on, um, you know, oh, look how much valor I got for that match. You know, they rely on, like, gunplay and how much fun and how well they play, right? So I think right. for that community, it'll be fantastic. Definitely. What do you think about that, Liza? Do you think it, you think uh, more people is going to be interested in going into it? Even though, you know, they got all those new maps that is coming out. Yeah, I, I kind of do. I kind of do. Um, but I don't, I don't know, really. Like, it, it seems like it would be something that I would do. I would just go in there more or less 
for the eliminations, but I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. really an interesting thing to try to think about, and it's not something that I put a whole lot of thought into until just now. Yeah, that's my job around here, <laughs> just to come up with weird stuff to just knock the whole podcast off of the rails. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a question. Yes. <laughs> What's the question? I already asked it. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah, let's let's of. carry on then. Okay, back back to what we were doing. Okay, so yeah, that was yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, let's see. So they, it looks like they got man the, the free to play guys to, that they definitely can go through. My only thing is with the, these guys, it's like okay, now that you got all this content. You might as well buy Shadow Keep along with it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, at that point, you might as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know you're getting all of that. And they're just banking on that being the gateway drug. Hopefully, hopefully it does work out that way. They're like, oh, this is so <laughs> awesome. And then they start going in a crucible and getting drilled in the head with some weapon they can't get. They're going to be like, what the hell's a breakneck? You know, well, I, I, it, I guess they'll have Gambus. They get the breakneck. That was a bad example. <laughs> it's like, no, because that break. Well, break that. Well, when did break that come out? That was uh, that was season of the season. Break yeah, that was a long time ago. I don't even remember. I've had it so yeah. long. I've had it so long. It's been in my vault forever, and I haven't even busted it out. But I have a feeling I'm getting ready to. Oh man, you yeah, man. With this stuff coming out, you definitely want to bust that out. <laughs> All right, so so here's our calendar that that's gonna be happening. So on uh. It seems like on October 5th, we got the raid launch, the Garden of Salvation. On a Saturday. Yeah. So excited about that. Are you, oh, yeah. you going to work that oh, yeah. night or are you going to be off? No, I'm off. I'm off that night. All right, all right, all right. I, I scheduled all, uh, you know, you know, you know, when these new contents come out. Well, I, got, I, gotta... I got a little worried there for a minute. I was like, I'm so happy about it because I'm always off on Saturdays, but I know you work a lot on the weekends, and I was like, Oh no. Oh no, oh, I'm not right. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> We're not missing this. I am off officially for that day. Uh, Leslie, you going you gonna do the raid first first week? I mean, might as well. I mean it, I ain't got no plans. Mm-mm. Got plans on raiding. Right. I got plans exactly. on dragging down a team. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We gonna we we gonna we gonna do this thing, man. Up to you. And if you wanna if you wanna join us too, come definitely join in on us. I mean, I might, but again, I suck rocks, so. That's well, okay. <laughs> we'll be down there kicking the rocks together. It'll be fine. You'd basically just be carrying me through yeah. the whole raid. <laughs> no, that's 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 P's job. He's oh, got this stuff handled. Each other. <laughs> we could be carrying each other because we could be like, let's figure this out, guys. <laughs> so we definitely have that, which also ties in it to the season of the Undying as well. That's when that begins. So after the after the raid, um, then season of the Dying um, starts. So we're probably gonna get some type of like little cussing like we did with Riven and everything mm, like that. Yeah. Um, Let's see. That's when. So, um, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, ain't it? Yeah, that's when the Vex offensive so, starts. Yeah, little vegetable bots. Oh yeah. All right. So the um, 
Okay, so October 8th, it looks like we're getting the Heroes Legend Nightmare Hunts. So, um, man, I, I wonder, I actually really do wonder how they how that's going to play out. Like, what are we going to actually do? It sounds cool. I just wonder how it's going to be done. Yeah. Is it going to be like um, some strange, like, hybrid mix of a Lost Sector meets a Strike? You know, that would make sense to yeah. me. A lost sector, but a little bit shorter than the strikes. I can't imagine them if they've had so much trouble like building strikes for whatever reason in the game to put new strikes in after all this time, right? Versus how they came in like D one and whatnot. Right. It's it's like you know I, I could see that, and I could, uh, you know, they put all these new lost sectors in the moon, so there could be areas that they just reuse for these things right here. Because I couldn't see them making whole new areas. But like something longer yeah. than a lost sector, but somewhat shorter than a strike would actually probably be about perfect, and just adjust the enemy difficulties inside of them. Yeah, because when I first thought about it, I was thinking, wouldn't it be? Is it going to be kind of like uh, when we was fighting the barons back in Forsaken, where it was just like some adventure that we just jump in and, and do? But I don't think that's how it is this time. I think because it's got modified. Yeah, but that actually is a good point. It could actually make sense like that since they've made so many like uh, statements and the way they've made it look. It kind of seems like a throwback when they keep comparing like um, Rise of Iron to like um, Shadow Keep. You know, yeah, that's just one more thing that you could actually compare. So it could lean a little bit closer to what you're saying. Actually, when you think about it, because there's only going to be they haven't said how many of them there are going to be. Or if they're all just going to like do like menagerie and like be the same like handful of areas that just rotate out the nightmares at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's. I definitely want to know more information about that. Maybe we might get some of that information on, on the uh, Viaduct. They might show something at least. Yeah, hopefully. when that shows up and I'm supposed to be working instead, I'm glued to my phone watching YouTube. <laughs> so, what do you think about it? Like, do you think uh, it's going to be? Uh... You think it's gonna be kind of like that, a uh, forsaken feel when it comes to those this uh, nightmare hunt? I'm hoping so. Um, I I did like the way that the the forsaken felt. Um, so I'm I'm kind of got my fingers crossed that it'll be like that, but I don't know. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious about that. Uh, definitely. So. It looks like also was following behind it on um, uh, October 15th. We're going to actually have the Master Nightmare Hunts. Um, and Iron Banner <laughs> actually starts on that week as well. Oh, it's a new armor set. Oh, yeah. That everybody hates, but I actually am in love with those Iron Banner armor hey, sets. I but, just love things. You got you, you to actually give this Iron Banner, this Iron Banner, 2.0. Um, Iron Banner sets that you can actually make deals out of. Yes, this is true. I'm really going to be grinding for that definitely because I can make my Crucible set up. Man, it's going to be a wrap. Man, and I'm just that rare case too of like Iron Banner gets so much shit, but I'm like the rare case that as soon as I realized uh, I think it was yesterday they were talking about like an Iron Banner comes back next week. I just about couldn't sleep last night. (laughs) <laughs> I was so excited. I don't know why I get so excited about Iron Banner, man, but it gets me every time. Whenever you lock down a zone, you're like, all right, boys, here we go. It's on. Prepare to die. 
Liza, he's the he's the Iron Banner. Trust me. I mean, Super excited. I guess yeah. I'm, I'm the the champion of overhyped excitement. That's for sure. Hey man, it's the little things. It is. It's definitely the little things, and I'm definitely a little thing on my team sometimes when I go in there. But what is? <laughs> You've been doing really good in that, 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 that uh, Iron Banner. I love Iron Banner, man. It, it's it's so fun uh, just jumping in Iron Banner, you know, and, and just testing out. That's that's your moment to actually really that weapon builds as well. Just be like, okay, you know what? Yeah, and that's what I've tried to argue the last few podcasts about that. Just that step in the um, quest line where you have to just use the five different, like, weapon types. So it actually forces everybody to like play something different than what they normally do. So you like go into matches and you're getting shot by scout rifles and on auto rifles. And it's like, oh, wow, this is refreshing. Yeah, facts. <laughs> what do you think about that, Liza? You like Iron Banner? Yeah, not as much as you guys, but yeah. Definitely not <laughs> as excited, but I, I do enjoy it. Okay, I know why I enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it so much, usually because early in the seasons, you know, that I tend to do that power leveling real fast to the level cap thing. And so by the time the second iron banner rolls around, I'm usually at level cap and a whole lots of people aren't. And so I can go in there and just like pub stomp them and shoot them in the face while they're just unloading clips into me. <laughs> and that's like, you just jump in there and unfair... you're just melting everybody and they're just standing there like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Yeah, just being a total a- asshole about it. I'm that guy. He's like, why would anybody go in at 750? And I'm like, because that's the only time I can feel good about myself, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I'll tell you, I've gotten I've gotten a lot of hate mail. <laughs> People come, they were like, you are sweaty trying. But it's for everyone. <laughs> but I wasn't even trying. Yeah, I literally wasn't. <laughs> definitely yeah, not I love something Brandon. right when you get hate mail getting called a sweat. Yeah, uh-huh. try try hard coward is my favorite from last week. Oh, that is that is definitely <laughs> an interesting one that I'd never heard before. I was like coward. I wasn't the one hiding in the back of my spawn. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> it's not my fault. All four of y'all were standing back there, and I had my super up. <laughs> <laughs> they was camping. Yeah, you know what I do? I run. I run. I run away. As soon as I see that dude coming, I'm like, nope, 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 I'm running. That's my coward. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the guys be they be they be crying, man. We're like, I got you, man. It's okay. One of my favorite things is when people sit there and they like they complain that they get shot at all the time and that they die all the time, and it's like, well. Are you taking cover? Are you running in a straight line? Like, obviously, you're doing something. And then they're like, oh, no, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. And then you watch them, and they're literally just running in a straight line. Yeah. Hey, look, a person. And then they just run right at that person. Yeah. And it's like, what's a, Luna, what's a Luna's how? What's a recluse? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's, a, what's, a, what's a truth? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Man. I see those guys. They're just literally running full steam ahead. I'm like, dude, do you not notice I got this sniper barrel pointed directly at your head right now? Yeah, that big, that big, shi- that big shiny red light. Hey. I was like, what is that? <laughs> what, I, 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 I won't lie though. 
sometimes I do get mesmerized by the shiny red lights on the sniper rifles. I'll just see it like a deer in headlights. I'll be like, Ooh, <laughs> I think everybody gets have? like that at least once in a while, though. It's all it's the yeah. ADD uh-huh. of all of us. It's like, ooh, pow. It's, oh, shit, sniper rifle. Uh-huh. Then I'll spawn right back, and then I'll run around the corner again. I'll be like, ooh, pow. Like, uh, you're, you're hoping you're not getting hit. You're like, oh, <laughs> sniper, what do you know? <laughs> and I'll be like, I wonder which one they're using. Is it a beloved? I wonder if they're using the Twilight Oh, pow. Mm-hmm. Why am I thinking about you this? find out as soon, as soon as that screen pop up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys are silly. All right, so we got also an exotic quest for the Leviathan's Breath on uh, uh, October the 22nd. So that's going to go live. And man, Happy bow. Yeah, that's going to be. I love bows as well. So I'm going to be the first to jump in and get that. I got to have that. Yeah, I kind of go on the bows, man. Some of them I really like. Some of them I don't. When I use them, I find that I kind of like. I'm digging this. I'm using this, but then I'll switch back off of it and then not use a bow again for like three months. And then I'll <laughs> use a bow and I'll be like, oh, sweet. I like, like especially like when one of like uh, Banshee's bounties or something, get bow kills and get your masterwork core, right? Yeah. So I'll be using one. But I had the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had the um, one from the raid drop, the uh, the one from Last Wish raid. Mm-hmm. Tyranny of Heaven drop for the first time for me. And so I started using that the other day and I was like, man, this is a sweet little bow. But it kept screwing me up because whenever it does the animation, the whenever you pull it back and it's charged and ready to shoot, most bows have like the little green indicator that, that shows up. But that one just flashes uh-huh. red real quick. And every time it flashed red, I was like, am I doing it wrong? Am I doing it right? So I spent like 15 minutes in the lost sector, like pulling the bow, <laughs> like test, testing like how far I'm pulling it versus what it's doing. I was like, okay, cool. But yeah, it was a sweet little bow, man. I liked it. Yeah. And the vow, you know, a lot of people use that as well. I love all oh, the vows. Yeah, I get tons, so many arsenic bites, but they're always like sneak bow this or something. I'm like, well, I'm not going to sneak with my bow. I'm not a sneaky player. <laughs> yeah, I always get But man, I, I had a heavy bow that you pull with a big bicycle chain on it. What? What? Yeah, that's going to be dope. What do you think about it, Eliza? You like bows? I like them, but I have to agree. They're kind of one of those things where I use it, and then I'm just like, oh, hey, I like this. And then I switch off of it, and I don't use it for a long time, and then I have to use it again. And I'm just like, oh, hey, this is fun. And then I switch off of it, and I don't use it. And... <laughs> all right, because I'm always back to be like, all right, back to my loaded question. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's well, it's just one of those weapons. It's just like, I love it. I love it, but I want to use something else. But I want to go back to it, give it some more love, and then put it away. Then get, yeah, I, I'm that type when it comes to it. And I'm really, surprisingly, I'm really good with them. But uh, I just can't I can get, see a lot more. You I can't get off that revoker, man. <laughs> right, that's that's what I'm going for right now. But I I could definitely see a lot more use out of a a heavy bow, perhaps for myself, than than just a bow in a regular slot. Yeah, I can definitely see me using that heavy bow because yeah, I think about it too. It's gonna it. They showed a little bit of it in that vida where you can blow back a whole bunch of enemies by just shooting it. So I think it's gonna, yeah. you know, it's gonna be a serious perk on. So that might be something that people might start using. You know, as they're heavy going forward. 
did they say? Have we seen anything else about any perks besides giant blowback perk? No, we haven't seen anything else. I think they're keeping a lot of that secret. I do though feel like that perk might be just a little OP. Just just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that well, I mean, it's almost, that. Yeah. It's almost like they're giving us the uh it's our heavy equivalent of the boss stomp mechanic. So that we can do that too to things. Yeah. Yeah. For the way you the way you look at it, yeah. But it's gonna be crazy when it comes to PvP though. Heavy brick. And they throw that. What's gonna uh, happen? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Like people using that. As you're gonna... It's just gonna piss so many other people off. Yeah, yeah, because you're gonna be sitting there like you're gonna pop like your storm collar and be like, I'm about to tear these ads up. Then I'm gonna be in the back like, check me out with my bow. And right at the time you pop your super, I'm just gonna blow all the ads across the map. And it's gonna be like you're sitting there like, like um, what the hell happened to me? Be like, my bad, sorry. I got my bow. Yeah, that bow does sound like it's going to be crucible. Just imagine you got everybody trying to cap at a uh, control. Uh, you got the enemy team. They're, they're trying to cap. <laughs> Just blow um, them all. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> Just blow them all away in one fell swoop. Just boom. They hit the wall and die. And it's going to be hilarious to see. I, got, I can't wait to see that game play. It's gonna. People are gonna be sweating with that. There's gonna be oh, so man. many ragers. Oh my god, I can just see it. Now. Oh yeah, I can. I can see it now. You're using a cheap cop out weapon, <laughs> right? And that's the one that's um the quest exotic quest that's free for everybody. Yeah, that's gonna change the meta, man. I'm telling you, the heavy meta. That's gonna change that. You know, that's gonna be fun. I gotta have that. This is trouble with it. I definitely gotta have it. Let's see. Um, we also have um, here Festival um, of the Lost. Yes. Now, if you think it's going to be Festival of the Cost again? Hell no. I mean, yes, but no. Yes, but I, 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 I mean, they. I think they've learned that lesson. They proved last year they did a real good job with it, and you know, yeah. and they've already. I don't. They haven't announced everything, right? They showed all those cool armor sets and stuff last week, but you They're know, still gotten a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff, man. They and just like at the rate they keep dropping stuff, I'm like, man, are we getting ready to play an entirely different game? <laughs> like come October first, it's yeah, like man. for some intents and purposes, it's going to be such a different world. But with all the stuff they haven't told us, they're going to have to have stuff in here that we don't know about. I would say because oh, yeah. they're, you know, say like the horror story last year they did, etc. So on and all that. There's going to be stuff in here that's going to be like, what is that? Mm-hmm. You think we're gonna have the uh, the same event, or they're gonna make it a little bit different? Honest to God, I hope they bring back just instead of doing the uh, Infinite Forest, I hope they do the um, the EDs there, the EAZ. I would like them to bring that back and just like theme it a little different. You know, maybe hang up some Halloween lights or some decorations, pumpkins, something like that. Ooh. I just noticed something. I don't. I haven't heard no one else say this. I'm looking at this right. So it's of course Festival Lost is on um uh, October the 29th, and it goes through the, um, November the uh, 19th, right? But if mm-hmm. you look next to it, it says the uh, dungeon launches on the 29th. <laughs> Now imagine how cool that will be if it ties into Festival of the Lost when it comes to this dungeon. 
and there's maybe a special quest gearing up to that. Well, I mean, it is Halloween, and it is going to be mm-hmm. full of nightmares. Yeah, nightmares. So maybe we could you know what I'm saying? Fight like a great pumpkin at the end of it. <laughs> you could just reskin a servitor. I would be down for that reskin, man. Just reskin a servitor, make him big and orange with a big smiley, sleepy <laughs> face on it. What do you think about that, Lassie? You think there's going to be something like that? I mean, maybe not exactly like that, but something kind of along those lines. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> I've had so much trauma. People want me to carve pumpkins in my life, and about halfway through, I'm like, I'm so sick of carving this pumpkin, so give me the opportunity. Please let me blow up a pumpkin with my heavy flipping bow. <laughs> that would be very satisfying, though. Man, just pumpkin chunks all over the place. That would be very satisfying. Just boosh. But yeah, no, that is cool because you do have that new strike, right? With the new area. And then not the Scarlet Keep. We know where that's going to take place, right? But we have this new one in this new area. We think we might know what it is. But then like a whole dungeon somewhere else. But the dungeon looks like, and it's kind of small in the picture. I'm looking at my tablet, but it looks kind of moony. So, you know, it's going to be on the moon somewhere. Yeah, definitely. I think it might be pretty good, man. You know, Shadow Throne times two. You know, but that's gonna have more loot. We haven't heard about all the loot. Obviously, like we see the next one down here, the next thing, divinity. Everybody thought divinity was gonna be the raid weapon, right? Yeah, we actually don't know what the but, raid is. Right, we honest. don't know what it's gonna be, and then this dungeon's gonna have at least a cool legendary attached to it. I would say. If, yeah, exactly. That's what I said. This from all of this this uh, content that we're getting, and people they're talking about it. This don't seem like a um, Rise of Iron uh, 2.0 because it's like I remember Rise of Iron. It wasn't that much content in Rise of Iron. We got to keep it real on that one. This is no Rise of Iron and Age of Triumph kind of like coincided just to refresh everything that came before in that game. You know, bring the raids back up to their old power and blah blah blah, all that stuff. Yeah, and they basically just gave you all of Destiny to play again at a harder level yeah with some with new stuff from rise of iron thrown in right but they basically just refresh the entire game and there you go we're done with this we're building destiny too you guys have fun until we get there yeah what do you think uh this is this way more kind it's like do you think it's kind of like uh forsaken amount of content yeah i do definitely feel like there's more content but I don't know, like, there's endless possibilities with it at this point. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, because it's a lot of stuff we're getting. It's really a lot of stuff we're getting, and especially what coincided with the season of the Undying, that's got its own standalone content and exotics in itself. Yeah. That's why I'm like, hmm, there's a lot of content. Because even Forsaken, we, we had Forsaken, and then we had the whole story and all that going on. But, like, of course, we got two. We had two destinations. I guess that's the only thing that would make Forsaken bigger is because it had two destinations. Um, But, uh, it, yeah, it's a lot of content. It's uh, for sure. Yeah, it would just be like the, an extra destination, but everything else is like one dungeon. Well, here's one dungeon, right? Mm-hmm. You got um, an extra then, strike, you know. 
Right, here's two extra strikes. Mm-hmm. Forsaken had like what? How many PvP maps did it get? One? Uh, did it for, get more than one? Uh, I think we got... Uh, we got the one Dream of City one. We got and then the we had Equinox. The, we also got the, um, the one with the Kale, that one area. Kale the, gray one. Like Tango Shore looking one, yeah. Alright, so there was like two or three, but or three at least. But yeah. yeah. No, four. We're getting, so I think we got four. So Yeah, I think it was like There's four, three. Something like that. And we're getting three here. And we can't we can't include they might bring something from Iron Banner, you know. You know they always so bring a, a map and Iron Banner as well. So we don't know. Yeah, there's two new game modes here technically. Our our trials test and then this uh, next one we're getting ready to get to. Mm-hmm. The momentum control. Yeah. And remember, um, remember Forsaken, uh, when it came to strikes, we thought that we, what is it? We only had three. We only thought we had three, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't know about the next strike that was hitting. So, like, it's like, I don't think it might be just three. You know what I mean? I think it might be, I mean, I don't think it might be just two strikes. I think it's going to be three strikes. There's one that's probably hidden that we don't know about. Because they're famous for right. um, hidden content. And surprise. Right, and there's still three seasons to go after this one, too. They're all wrapped up in Shadow Keep when you think about it that way, too. Yeah. Because what yeah. we're seeing right here that's getting us so excited is just this first month, right? There's still yeah, this first three months. Even... There's still a whole other three seasons to go after this. That Then we can compare, like, okay, well, Shadow Keep was this and Forsaken was that. Exactly. So I, I definitely think it's a little bit bigger. So we also got this uh, new PvP mode called Momentum Control. What do you guys think that's going to be about? Momentum Control sounds to me like the more zones a team captures, they get some sort of buff or advantage as the zones are controlled. Like, you get one zone, you get so much percentage buff to something. You get the second zone, you get another percentage buff to something until you capture the third zone. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, because right now in control, if you capture all three zones, then you have the buff, right? To capture all three zones, especially in our band, when it shuts down, you just run riot. But now in control... When you capture zones, that's when it kill. You capture your zones, and then you just go around and just try to kill as many people as possible to get your bonus on your kills, right? So it's going to have to be some kind of like mutation on that because momentum makes you think forward movement, right? Or well, for an acceleration of some sort. Yeah, facts. It's got to be something. It's going to be something. I don't think it's going to be, people keep on thinking it's going to be like control, you know. I think it's going to be something a little bit different than that. I mean, yeah, unless you look at it the other way, and it's not momentum control, but it's momentum control. Right? Mm-hmm. Unless you just switch the emphasis on the words, and then it's something totally different, because it's, dude, they just says control. And that's what gets everybody wrapped up, is, is mm-hmm. the momentum the important part, and not the control. Is it about momentum, and you're controlling the momentum of a match? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It might be something. It might be some really dope though. You know, that might you know be competitive like or just really cool. But I'm definitely. I'm. You know, I'm gonna try it out. What do you think about? What do you think about Liza? I don't know. I do agree with the fact that I. It does sound like it's uh, gonna be something that 
as you gain, quote, more momentum in the game, you get more incentives. Um, it's possible. But, like, it, it really makes me question where the emphasis in the name is. Is it on the momentum or the control? Because, like he said, depending on where the emphasis is in the title could change the entire the entire thing. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Because I didn't even think about that. I was doing what everybody else was doing until P mentioned it. And I was just like <laughs> focusing on the control part. And then you said everybody else was saying that. And I was like, yeah, I guess it could go the other way and just throw us all for a loop. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right about that. Like, it, it, yeah, we, we focus it too much on, oh, it's going to be enough control. We don't even know if it's going to be that. It's it's going to be some whole different mode. I mean, you got to think about it. They're not going to just make a new bold and just like, oh, yes, control. It just goes faster. Now, that's that's just that's silly. That's not what is going to happen. It's going to be something. No, that would make it named momentum control and be something completely different and throw us for even a bigger loop. Yeah, you talked me into it. That it's probably something along like the lines of that. Because as soon as I was describing what I was describing or or just guessing at, it was like, well, that's kind of just like control now. And control now has such a problem of just like spiring out of control. Once yeah. people start getting a couple of zones and they start racking up their kills on their zones, that you know it gets to a point where it just snowballs so bad. And then once the super fest hits, it's just you, you lose the match quickly, you know, and it's hard to dig yourself back out of it. And right. yeah, that wouldn't if you just got even more and more like weapon damage buffs as you gain zones, man. It would just the first team to cap two zones, the game would be over with. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. It's it. It's something totally. This could be something totally different, you know. And I don't know why people is uh, concerned about that. Okay, so also, ooh, also on um, that's a lot of stuff for um, um, October the twenty ninth. You got um Festival of Lost. You got the dungeon launching. Also, the new PvP mode, <laughs> and you have the uh, quest for the Divinity. Now, I yeah, if you, you remember, are you excited about that? I bet you are, and I can only guess why. <laughs> I can only, I can only guess why. Yes, because I'm, I'm the clan leader of the Lords of Divinity. Is so. that going to be the official clan weapon? And if you don't go get the Divinity, then you get. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, we got to be rocking those, man. We gotta, we gotta rock those, man. It's the divinity, you know what I'm saying? Or am I gonna be in there like, no, 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 put that up. You can't use it. That's B's weapon. Don't put it up before he sees. Put it up before he sees. He's in his little chair right now in his little hammock. He's over there. He's not paying attention. Put the weapon away. <laughs> what do you think about it, Liza? You, you think that's gonna be a cool trace rifle? Yeah, I do. I do. This this is gonna be so cool, man. You know, can disrupt enemies, and then like it uh makes a a crit spot, which is really cool, man. It, I gotta have that. I definitely. And then once it do it, deals a giant burst of damage right there at the end of the the mag. I would yeah. assume. I gotta test that out in Riven. And see how that works. That <laughs> actually, <laughs> I gotta test that out of Riven. Yeah, yeah and every, of everything between the starting point and Riven. Yeah, go. I gotta see how that. What's up? Works. What's up, Thrall? Here we go. <laughs> I think it was Shred that was Thrall. You know what I mean? 
It's a cool evolution of the support weapon stuff they started introducing with the aluminum. Yeah, and it really is a debuff weapon. And to be oh, honest, it really is, is a debuff weapon. It's like a weapon, too, that if somebody's using it, it frees up like uh, somebody from having to use their shield as a titan to shoot through my shield so that everybody gets more damage and I just kind of have to stand there not doing anything. Yeah. Except holding that shield in place. And um, having that kind of weapon in the game could free up so much other stuff. Yeah. That's actually going to do a number in PvP as well, if you think about it. Especially those um, those uh, one-eyed mass titans that like to run around with super shields on. Who's that? You know those one-eyed mass titans that always run around? Who's that? Oh, no, I don't know anything about titans with one-eyed masks mm-hmm. on that run around a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they put it in the game, man. If they put it in the game, I'm going to fucking use it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. What do you think? You yeah, think I'm going to uh, crack it, uh, Liza? What was that? The PvP world. The divinity. One second, my cat's being a douche. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, talk about the cat. Yeah, I have a long history of talking about cats on uh-huh. here. So it's all good. <laughs> well, my my cat is just determined to play with the door stopper, the spring door stopper on my wall. Yeah, and like she she does yeah. it until the little rubber tip flies off across <laughs> the room and hits me and. Oh, I'm so jealous that you have one of those door stoppers. I haven't had one of those in years. Yeah, I haven't had one since I was a kid. And so, like, when I <laughs> when I saw them in the house, I freaked. I was just like, yes! And I started playing with them. Yeah, so the cat learned it from yeah, you, probably. is what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've seen you play with it. It's like, <laughs> I want to play with it, too. Man, if they put one of those in the game, I'll just be on that quest all the time. Oh, yeah, you're going to grind <laughs> just, for that. <laughs> Just throw out a door stopper and the boss just set their orcs just, just like quit it, get him guys. It's stupid. But my question was uh was uh do you think the divinity trace rifle is actually gonna be a big impact when it comes to um crucible? I knowing do. that what it could do. I I do. Um I I oof. <laughs> I can see yeah, a lot of go. a lot of people sweating with that. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. Especially you got to think about it too. Like imagine you got a super, right? You got the guy, he's you cuz you know people is going to bring use bubble titans now in Crucible. Uh they're going to be bringing that bubble titan out. They're going to hide inside. You can use that weapon to kind of pierce inside that uh that shield, and you might can be able to disrupt his his uh bubble by using that weapon. Hmm. Anybody ever think of that? I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I said, you know what? That might be that might be broken right there, especially if somebody using banner shield as well. That's that's just another thing that's going to be stupid OP in in uh, PVP. They're going to hate it. They're going to love it, but they're going to hate it when other people use it. Just like when Yoten came into play, you remember how bad Yoten was. Everybody was using Yoten. Man, I still hate that damn gun. <laughs> I mean, 
I love it. And it's funny because I'll be like, I don't go in a crucible and use that gun as a matter of honor and principle. And the whole time I'm all like looking at it through my one-eyed mask, like, I don't use that gun. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you, you pull yours out. Hey, what happened? I thought you didn't use it no more. Man, I, we've both done that before. It's been like, you'll be over there like, man, this damn bad to do with this Jotun. And then next thing you know, like, all of us have our Jotuns equipped. Like, fine, <laughs> fine then. Okay. You're going to play that way? Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. You want to sweat? I'm going to sweat right there with you. Yeah, sometimes sometimes those uh, crucible matches can uh, affect you in ways where you just have to pull out something sweaty. I mean, sometimes it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, it really is. Like there, there's been times when I'm like, I I don't want to do this, but you're cornering me, man. You're giving me no option. Right, because I don't know if you uh, like I sometimes go into crucible and I just want to go into crucible, man. I just want to use some weird off meta shit. I just want to try out some weird gun and be like, all right, I'm going to try this loadout and just see if I can have fun with this and see what it does. And it's like, Yotin, Yotin, Yotin. It's like whatever the meta is, right? Or recluse. I'm like, man, okay, fine. Fine. I guess I'll just switch back to this shit. <laughs> Fact. Like, okay. Yeah, you are. All right. See, but then you switch back and everybody gets mad because you're just melting everybody. Mm-hmm. That's like you yeah. switch to Loten Yoten, and that's when you get the uh, try hard coward message. And I was like, but you 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 were the one that showed me to use the Yoten. What's your fault? <laughs> like you you brought me to do this. You did this to yourself. Please stop. You turned me into Lissa's cat, okay? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> anyway, it's like we got we got one. So what's the next one, man? We got a a raid so challenge next, coming up here. Yeah, so we got the raid challenge on um, that's in the, on November the fifth. I wonder because I, I I do know usually they'll have like the raid challenge like at least after the raid like after you it's completed, it's all said and done. It's the raid challenge usually hit like the next week or something like that. But um, I don't know what this kind of raid challenge. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty well delayed compared to the way yeah. it is. I wonder why. Which could is just it like a hard mode. Uh, yeah, just a way to stretch out the content, maybe to give people something to do a little bit longer. I guess you know because uh, it's exactly a month to the day later. Yeah, true. And then you also got a, what is it? The nineteenth wow, the Vex offensive. Uh, final assault. Yeah, that's gonna be big, dude. That's gonna be what they were talking about. Uh, uh, when they were like, when the, something in one season is gonna happen that leads directly into the next season, like season of the dawn in this case. And it's like, yeah. so it's gonna be a final offensive. It's gonna be a big thing. What if it's like, um, I don't know. It's like a, I don't know, like a story mission per se, but almost something, some kind of like mutation on the community challenge we just saw. Uh, Mars to some kind of like thing like that. I don't know, man. Or it might be some type of mega strike story quest or something. You know, it, it we know it evolves into something. You know, or we're fighting, we're taking on the Undying Mind or something like that. Ooh, the Undying Mind, yes. That actually could be it right there, dude. They were talking about. Yeah. Bringing back the Undying Mind, but like, right, neither one of those strikes they listen to the free content is 
Undying Mine, but that could be the because they said Undying Mine's coming back, so yeah. that could be the one where they have a special strike that shows up, kind of like a zero hour kind of mission where you got to go beat the Undying Mine. That's what I'm kind of leaning towards, you know, because no, that's good. Final assault, that's a good call right there. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards that. What do you think, Lisa? I'm sorry. What was the question? So, do you think uh, that this uh, Vax Offensive Final Assault is going to be some type of like strike, or is it going to be like some type of big quest that we got to go to? I don't know. I like the idea of it being a strike, but I also like the idea of it being like a big quest kind of thing too. So really, you can't lose either yeah, way. Like I, way, I <laughs> yeah. would be disappointed, but. Mm-hmm. But do you think it'll be like some type of uh, exotic weapon that you probably will get from the final assault? You know, remember like uh, Zero Hour. You know those type of those type of quests where you gotta go through this mission. You're timed, and yeah, you well, think it'll be something um, like that. There's three exotic weapons that they had, and there's only two exotic weapons on this list. There's a third one that so then, isn't yeah, listed probably. on here anywhere. That had that light machine gun's not on there anywhere. Yeah, uh, shoot, I wouldn't doubt it, man. I think you think that you think that light machine gun might be the raid uh, exotic. I mean, it's it's either going to be the raid exotic, it's either going to be the raid, the dungeon, or that thing right there. Yeah, man, we don't even know what's in what type of weapons is in the dungeon anyway. So that's what I mean with that gun. Yeah, that light machine gun is kind of like hive base, so it's going to be something to do with the hive. And the raid and this final thing are on a surface level vex based, but I guarantee you that dungeon is going to be hive based. Yeah, because you remember the Monte Carlo. Yeah, you remember the Monte Carlo is in the. uh... Yep, that's not listed anywhere either, right? Yeah, the Monte Carlo, the Deathbringer, of course. You know, Ariana. Uh, the, the death, the, that one that they um, had that picture of that nobody could tell what it was. That they kind of thought it looked like the uh, Mythoclast or whatever. Right. Well, it might not have been the Mythoclast. Whatever one, the one that Hunter was holding in the background of that one screenshot that everybody was like, "What is that?" Mm-hmm. It was that big sword-looking like gun, and it's yeah. not the Divinity because the Divinity doesn't look anything like the thing that Hunter was holding. Yeah, we. So man, there's, there's a lot of other stuff that they, have, they haven't showed us yet. Hmm, three events and three exotics. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that's not exotics. We only seen what is we only seen two. That's it. Uh, no, we got three now. We got the one for Stormcaller Warlocks. We got mm-hmm. the one that turns hunters invisible, and we got the 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 greaves for the Titan that uh, enhance the power of the sunspots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all we've seen. We haven't seen the rest of them yet. So it's going to be interesting um, to see that. So now that we got the calendar out of the way, we also now got the sandbox updated weapons changes. So looks like they decided to um, they decided to uh, go ahead and give us some buffs after all of those uh, nerfs to a lot of stuff. <laughs> That they nerfed a lot, so we're gonna go through it. So um, there, this was one that they actually the twelve came out. It says combatants general. So it says yeah. minor enemies rank and file no longer take more precision damage than other enemies. Uh, these enemies previously 
took twice as much damage to their position hit locations than uh, enemies of higher ranks. So, I'm guessing now they're going to be a little bit beefier. Yeah, they'll be a little bit beefier. It's just a matter of like how beefy they're going to be versus the... I think they're going to be... Okay, so I watched a video that Ewar did earlier today, right, where he was talking about this thing right here, and he was like, he went up to Greg the Ogre and he shot him for 300 damage, right? And then he went to an... <laughs> oh, I shot him for, let's say, 100 damage, right? And then he went up to an ad and his precision hit hit the ad for 300 damage. So they're going to reduce that to be the same 100 as what you hit Greg with, right? Right. On a base level. But... It's like they'll be beefier, but it all depends on the weapon you're using and it scales, I think, to what the ad is versus it would have to scale to what the ad is versus what the boss is. Because if you're shooting them both for 100, it's going to take you just as long to kill a Thrall as it would to kill an ogre. Oh, man. So just there's no way that, how that, that's going to affect uh, Crown there's of no way. There's no way that it can be like that, right? So yeah. it's like they'll be a little bit beefier, you know? So instead of just, I think the whole point is instead of us just running in, and using our gun to like one shoot every thrall that's coming at you. Now it might take two shots unless, say, you, you get kill clip or rampage or multi kill clip, right? Mm-hmm. At which point you'll be back to like one shot in them. But it's just another thing, just to add a little more challenge because it, it is god mode, dude. You can just sit there, you know, by yourself, you could just clear out a group of ads like it's nobody's business. Yeah. Like I said, it depends on the gun. You know, if you got a heavy hitting gun, you can still clear out ads, you know. Right. Yeah. Compensate for the slower fire time and reload animation. Mm-hmm. And like I said, uh, you will still deal that de- uh, precision damage, but this is now entirely dependent on the uh, weapon as if it's for higher ranked enemies. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. So, weapon changes general. So, weapon mods are now treated as reusable unlocks instead of consumables. Any mods you have in your inventory <laughs> will be converted to unlocks. This gives players the opportunity to play with different mods more frequently. If the uh, if the only copy of a mod you have is already in the gun, you will need to reacquire one to unlock it. So yay, I'm happy about this. Yay, I'm really yay, happy about I'm this. Oh my happy. god, it's been such a struggle. Trust me, yeah, that's 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 a big one because it's like everyone's tired of oh I gotta go farm for this I gotta wait for Bench he might have you know a uh, it's like a, a counterbalance yeah yeah counterbalance stock and it's like I only have one and I've got these two new guns that I want to play with and I want to put it on each one of them but I can only put it on one but I've got one on this gun but I don't want to disassemble that gun just to get the mod off of it to put it on this gun. So now it's like, like you said, what am I going to do? Wait for Banshee? Might be next week. Might be a month from now. Who knows? Because mm-hmm. it was like uh, the other day I went through, before this twop came out, I went through and he had targeting adjusters. And I bought like eight of them. Yeah. That's <laughs> just like, buy, 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 buy. And I didn't want to spend all of my mocking bonus on buying that one thing, right? But I was just like, well, I don't know when this is going to come back around. Buy, 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 buy. And then this twop came out and I was like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, man. and especially when I'm trying to get ball spec or something like that, it's like ah, I gotta wait for Banshee. I hope he's selling mm-hmm. it today, you know. And instead of now, I can just—it's unlocked. I can just put it on any any of my legendary guns. I'm liking. Man, it. a good thing too is 
if you have like a bunch of them that you stock, like I just did, now I can just go on and throw them all on guns and just keep one in my inventory. And as long as I got the one in my inventory, good to go. Facts. Well, so what do you think about that, Lisa? You, you like that? Yeah, I, I really do like that idea. Um, I I just, mm-hmm. I don't know really how I, how I feel too much about it. I'd have to kind of play around with it a little more, think about that a little longer. Yeah, um, I, I I like that though. I I can see some flaws in that though, like. Really. Yeah, like that's that's another thing that in in my opinion would could make a lot of things op. Um. I don't know. I do like the idea though. Mhm. Well, you can get you can probably just slot um, any mod that you want on. Any of your weapons without having to worry about, oh man, I gotta go farm for this. You know? At any time, like yeah, like like I'm here using my my breakneck and I've got rampage spec on it, but now I'm going to this one encounter, so I'm going to swap out the breakneck, the rampage spec for another spec real quick. Hold on, pop pop, and you can just like switch back and forth like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, some Ada has never been too kind to me when it comes to me getting rampage spec and and all those good things that Ada sells. That like those are a pain in the neck. But to have extras of those, man, it's going to be great. Definitely going to be great. I'm definitely looking forward to to that. So, um, okay, so general weapon changes. So, uh, let's see. We're going to go ahead and start with the first thing up, the auto rifles. PVE damage increase between... Uh, plus 30% and plus 25, depending on combatant rank. I am so happy. I love my auto rifles. I love my Gowrans right hand. Man, and... finally, something besides Suros and Gowrans is going to be useful. Yes, definitely. Because you it's love like auto rifles? Into a... What was that? You like auto, auto rifles? Oh, yeah. They yeah. Are... Uh... They are That's my thing. a godsend. <laughs> exactly. Auto rifles are my, I mean, Ronan can tell you that. That's what I run all the time. Auto rifles. Yeah, it would be fun finally being able to. And people are like, well, these are all PvE and not PvP stats. I'm like, yeah, but the PvE stats always bleed over into the PvP game. Exactly. PvP is fine. Auto rifles are fine in PvP. They could use maybe a two percent buff, but they're actually pretty. Cool. Yeah, they could. They could use a little bit. Some of the ones that are further down could use it because it just takes you so many crits versus somebody that's just plowing into you with a pulse rifle. From the bottle rifle problem, mostly comes down to like range. It really does, you know. By the time you're that close to somebody, they've done pulled something out. It's just like, yeah, okay, cool, because they've usually mapped you with their blast furnace or whichever pulse rifle they love the most, or their Yoten. Exactly, exactly. Now, our well, you got- next one is our friend that we were just talking about, that our love and hate relationship for... Uh, oh. oh! Sees PVE damage increased by uh, plus 31% against minor enemies and 26% against major enemies. That's actually big. Yeah, that is huge. Issue where bold draws, draw times were displayed incorrectly. In the uh, inspector, so. yeah, it's almost like, uh, why would I bother 
going in right now because right now it's one of the things I've been looking at since we're kind of at a slow time. It's like, well, maybe I'll just go ahead and uh, go run and get that hush real quick, right, and knock that out. But why would I do that now when I can just wait for this? Yeah, facts. I, I really like this idea, and you know, that they um, increased because it, it was needed for both, for PBE, you know. It well, was especially in something like – Especially it's something like Gambit, man, because it's like as much as I wanted to go and run and get that hush, I still felt like I was slightly being selfish and just holding like whatever team I was in, especially if I'm matchmaking back because here I am, just some dickhead running around the boat shooting one dude at a time. I got this, <laughs> you know, and you could be mowing them down and banking your moats. And so I always felt okay. kind of like side, like kind of guilty about it. like, oh, I guess I'll just play regular and not get it right mm-hmm. just for the sake of the team. But yeah, I feel much uh, much better now with doing it that way. I'll be like, oh, you can feel like you're contributing to something at least. Yeah. What do you think, Lisa? You think this is a good idea? Yeah, I have to agree. I, I do think it's a good idea, but I, 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 I do get the whole feeling selfish when you're just running around shooting people one by one. You mm-hmm. know, I, I definitely, definitely get that. I've felt that before. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I do like yeah. that idea. It's definitely something that was that was needed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you, you we gotta also think about it too. I mean, Levi- Leviathan's breath is coming out, so they want to definitely make sure that Bones are living his best life in PVE, especially for that mm-hmm. uh, weapon. So it, it makes sense, you know. Now this is the uh, good but controversial one. <laughs> When it comes to hand cannon, so this is PVE damage against miners' enemies increased by thirty percent. Lightweight and adaptive um, hand cannons use a new uh, fire animation while aiming down sight. It says uh, this change was made to increase weapon accuracy and when firing uh, these weapons as fast as possible. For example, currently players can shoot animation of a 140 and uh, um, so while the hand cannon looks to have fully reset from recoil, the following projectile will not will be shot as if the weapon was still in a recoiled state. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that one's for the console players, man. Yeah, I could exactly. feel it when I even when I got that. Uh, what, you know, everybody, all the streamers are like, this is the God roll, spare actions, and, you know, and I got it to drop, I was like, fucking sweet, right? And it went straight into, like, PvP with it, and it was like, oh, shit, I'm getting my stuff wrecked. And it's because you waiting that that imprecise, like, recoil animation on it. It's just like, but no, it went back down, because I was trying to pace my shots. Up, down, up, down, and it was still like, what in the world is happening here? And that has to be what, what it is. Yeah, that's gonna help Thorn too if you think about it. Yeah, definitely. Thorn, Thorn's definitely a one fifty two, and it like it, it feels a little. For some reason, Thorn feels a little bit better to me. But each weapon has its own like individual aim assist that you don't always know about. It's one of those hidden stats, right? Yeah, because Thorn always felt like super sticky, dude. I could sit there and like if I ADS and I shoot somebody with my Thorn, if I hit that first ADS shot. I can just start hip firing the gun and just time the animation and just pat, 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 and just like knock people down with Thorn. But I get like other 150s and I try to do that same 
technique and it doesn't always work as well. And it has to be that the, it's just not registering that way. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's gonna, that's um uh, that's an interesting one. Um, when it comes to that, definitely interesting. Them and taking it, the range it, off is the best though. Yeah. I, I love and, it. A lot of people are going to hate it, but I absolutely love it. Yeah. I think this is a good, uh, good move. You think For every good move? move, though, there's always there's always going to be the haters. Always. Right. Yeah. Well, there it is. It's just everybody that's afraid of change. Everybody's used to being able to do whatever they want to do. They're it's used like to being able to, like, yeah. this is the way we're going to do DPS this boss, and that's how you do it every time. And it's like, you know, I try to preach it over and over. I'm like, yeah, but they're doing it so that every boss in the game, they just don't, they've said it themselves. They're like, if things are the way they are right now, every boss has to be designed like Gowering. It has to be designed as a stationary <laughs> object that, that sets right there, and it's just a big bullet sponge, right? They, they just think about it. Ever since this has happened, the mechanics, the mechanics of yeah. killing a boss have gotten simpler and simpler and simpler. Yeah. Even Ribbon moved a little bit, and his mechanics yeah. was not that easy. Right, but then you get all the way to this one, and as cool of a ray as it is, he pretty much is like, well, which one's the real one is the mechanic that you really just have to pay attention to. Which one's the real one? Okay, this one. All right, everybody, pop your whales and get your swarms out. Yeah, and Gavin, he just stand there. Like, at least uh, Insurrection Prime, like, he'll move differently. You can't just uh, bullet sponge him until you stagger him, actually, you know. And he mm-hmm. moves around the field all the time. <laughs> Sorry, that's my cat's turn to be a <laughs> I heard that. Uh, <laughs> something uh-huh. slipped. I had I had a thing of blinds sitting against the couch and it just slid and fell down. <laughs> Scared the <laughs> shit out of the cat, dude. She just went flying through the apartment. Yeah, you'll be okay. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. If I get eaten, if I get eaten, you can just eat the leftovers yeah. of my body. Don't get eaten. <laughs> I'll try not to. All right, says uh, reduce the effect um, the range uh, stat has on damage range fall off effective range uh, for this weapon archetype. That's kind of like I can't. I don't know what to make off makeup of that. Like I, I'm trying to figure this one out because they worded it kind of weird when it came to the damage type of fall off. It's like. Uh, so that means are they tapering the damage fall off? Like yeah, that means know, that like yeah, you know, hand yeah, cannons when they shoot, it's just like pop, 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 and it's long range, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of tapering it. Yeah, they're just bringing it back. So instead of getting like a like a ostringer that shoots at thirty eight meters, right? And at thirty eight meters, you hit whatever damage to the head. We'll say forty damage to the head, right? So you hit 40 damage, which is low, but you hit 40 damage, boop, 38 meters. If you back up to 38 or 39 meters, you'll hit 38, right? Yeah. They're just bringing that in so that you can no longer, making the fall off take effect quicker than it does now so that you have to just engage in your hand cannon gunfights at a closer range instead of being able to map people with eighth of spades. Eighth of spades. Mm-hmm. As I said. Yeah. Yeah, Ace, Ace. Um, I don't even see many people. I know um, in PC, a lot of people complain about that. Uh, the Ace of Spades, oh, it's overpowered. You know, they can knock people out really quickly. But yeah, in console, you don't really see people running around with Ace of Spades like that. 
No, nah, when you do, it's just somebody that's just really good, and they're really good with that gun. You can tell that's the only gun they've used. But even if somebody's in a match with it, I don't get killed with it all the time, right? It's like whoever has that Ace of Spades, I don't just look up and see Ace of Spades, Ace of Spades, Ace of Spades, Ace exactly. of Spades. Every time I die, you know, it'll it'll be mixed in with other shit. So it's not just like Ace of Spades all the time. But even on console, the range on it, if they're good with it, they can hit you from a pulse rifle, scout rifle distance. Yeah, I agree. What do you think about it, uh, Liza? Personally, I agree. Um, but I, I don't personally like Ace of Spades all that much. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not one of the people who think it's like stupid OP or anything. But... Um, you that last word, yeah. Maine? Huh? You the last word, Maine? Yeah. i feel you i love last word yeah so i'm okay with that you know what i mean Uh, i'm fine with it i'm just happy about changes man yeah yeah Yeah, it was time for a change you know you know you know people we got too comfortable with certain things and uh we got stuck in our ways after we uh got really comfortable with the way things was going so it had to happen. Change had to happen. Because I remember back in Vanilla Destiny 2 when uh, we didn't have um, Will of Radiance. All we had was really um, uh, Empowering Rift and uh, Healing Rift. And we used that. Mm-hmm. Raid, you know? But uh, Yeah, hopefully it's, all of that will bring that back up a little bit because nobody hardly ever uses it unless you just need to duck behind a pillar and heal real quick. Yeah, true. I use it. Like, I'll use it... Um. If I'm in a sticky situation, when I use my warlock, I I never abandoned that. Yeah, um, no, I'll give you props for that. We're always in a raid, and you're like, let me know if you need the whale. I'll pop the whale over, or not the whale, but the rift over here. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, thank God for P <laughs> and his healing rifts. Uh-huh, and those uh those healing grenades. I'm fast to throw that on you. Yep. All right, so um, machine guns, PBE damage. Uh, against minor enemies, increased by twenty five percent, increase the effective, um, the effects of damage range fall off on this weapon archetype. Uh, I mean, I guess you know, when it comes to the damage fall off, I guess I'm okay with it. Yeah, bringing them back in, man. That's how they're gonna make snipers and scout rifles more effective to use outside of their respective damage increases. It's gonna make that more viable to use because what was the point of using a scout rifle when you could just use a pulse rifle right yeah true yeah I'm, I'm fine with that you know and like I said guys think this is going to be permanent forever they're going to make another sandbox change a season season of dawn and the other ones there's going to be they're going to change the meta on those two so I'm not really concerned about it mm-hmm. you know they're going to they're gonna change they're going to buff something up they're going to you know nerf something so I mean, you just got lots of people that are scared of their babies getting thrown out with the bathwater. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like, don't be scared. Open your arms. Embrace something new. It's all going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're still going to love this game. You're still going to be playing. So what's the problem? Yeah. No matter. I'm I'm jumping right into them bushes, and I am digging my oxygen back out. Mm-hmm. And you're going to watch me slay people with this in the next category. Yeah, it won't be in the bushes no more. So uh, mm-hmm. now next one on uh, 
Pulse Rifles, PVE damage against minor enemies increased by 28%. Yes. So does that mean my um uh Outbreak Perfect is going to be even more powerful than it is in PVE? I wonder. Well, yeah, I mean, marginally so. I mean, neither one of these buffs are, like, mind-blowingly large. It's like half of it's smaller. Okay. No, not smaller, but, like, not that large. I mean, you got two points here, one point there. Yeah. One point there, one point there. So it's just a points where the damage different for each thing. So by burst, if they say now deal 21 base precision damage on high impacts, is that that's per round, right? So I'm you would guessing. get an extra of four on a four burst. So that's an extra four points of damage per burst, if I'm thinking about that correctly. Yeah, and I, I think that's great, you know, um, to have, you know, at least because yeah, you, you use, um, especially using uh, Bad Juju, you know, I think that that buff was needed a little bit for that when it comes to PvE. PvP, yeah, depending on... Life. Yeah, yeah, it is. And thinking about how to, like, when you go back over the top, they were talking about, like, the damage values being somewhat equalized across bosses and uh, majors and minors and everything in between, right? So yeah. it's like, uh, you take that, you take this, you meet them in the middle, and like I said earlier, it's just going to be, like, a slightly harder to kill all of them. Not hard, still, by any stretch i would think but just just a little more just takes a little longer to mow through a crowd than it does right now yeah i'm still gonna be concerned about uh when we go into last wish you know when you do sharon chi and all of those um <laughs> all of those uh cursed all and all of those things that's gonna yeah, it's just be gonna take a we're just everybody's gonna take everybody to think as a team it's gonna really emphasize the fire team structure of when you go in like okay well you're using tether and you're going to use this, and you're going to use that, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of just being like, all right, somebody got a well, somebody got a tether, somebody got a whatever, all right, let's just do this. <laughs> I mean, you're really going to be able to, like, in, a, in an RPG kind of way, like, pick out the role that you want to play in the game. Yeah. And we can strategize before we go in, literally, just, like, like what roles we're going to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. And also it says, uh, uh, oh yeah, so archetype specific damage changes impacts both PBE and PVP um, gameplay. Rapid fire pulse rifles now deal 14 to uh, 23.8 that base damage and precision damage. Uh, previously it was uh, 13 and 21.4. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Next one, next one. Oh, oh, also, they also added uh, high impact pulse rifles now deal 21 and uh, 33.6 base and precision damage. Previously, it was 20 and 32. Uh, let's see. Yeah, those two, man, those those rabbit fires, those claws of the wolves, and those other ones are going to be monsters in PvP. Yeah, it's going to cause a lot of people to rage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just hop around a corner and just get melted in half a second. Yeah, if they think they're taking my one eye mask off now, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Facts. Yeah. I'm taking my resilience of 10. I put my mask on. <laughs> they can all suck it. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, man, with that. 
Like, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Scout Rifle's PVE damage increased between 36% and 18% depending on combatant ranks. But what's funny, <laughs> I didn't see PVP uh, increase, which was odd because it definitely needs some PVP low for sure. Yeah, unless you're using a high impact. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sidearms. It says PVE damage increased to minors and major combatants by 16%. Okay. You know, fine. They still, still like, it's funny. The sidearms still have the least amount of love out of everything we've read in here so far. Yeah. But you know something? In PvP, I gotta, I gotta keep it real. It's one of the most underrated weapons because in PvP, it does smack. You got a great, uh, a, a really good uh, sidearm. It actually does really good. Yeah, I think the only problem it has and that is the perception department of but being able to like one shot with a shotgun versus do a burst of damage with a sidearm is just the time to kill, I think. It's just the only problem that makes people not use them. But see, you gotta think about it. There are certain ones that have range on them, so you can you can shoot people from far back and you can still make your kills with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've used some a few times that I was pleasantly surprised by. I'm not the kind of guy that can run in there with a shotgun and just be one of them dudes, just shotgun aping everywhere. Just never really been that good at that. Mm-hmm. But I've used some sidearms a few times. I've been, I think, what it was, uh, Anonymous Autumn that I've done some. Yeah, I had like that a, thing is really good. A few times where I was like, whoa, what is this? Mm-hmm. And people don't, people underestimate that sidearms because uh, people don't use them like that. But they're really good, man. They they actually really good in um, Crucible, surprisingly. Yeah, I think more than their uh, uh, like how effective they are. I think it's more a matter of just it's like perception. Just people just generally was like, oh, go get the Dust Rock Blues or get a shotgun of whatever sort, right? And just was like sidearm. Yeah. You know, it just didn't fit the play style that everybody got adapted to, and so everybody just for some reason, just got away from it. It wasn't a problem with the guns themselves. It was just a problem with the way people saw them. Mm-hmm. I do feel like sidearms take a little more uh, skill, though, to use, which is another reason why people probably are um, avoiding them a little more. Oh, because yeah, totally. with, like, pulse rifles and semi-autos and autos, you know, stuff like that, it doesn't take as yeah. much skill. You just point and shoot, you know? You can kind of spray and pray with those but with yeah, the sidearms, you, don't have to... you gotta have good accuracy, you know, you gotta be able to yeah. quick with it, you know. Yeah, you're like kind of almost like the same way that fusion rifles, you have to be real good at anticipating when you're gonna use it. When am I gonna pull the trigger? Now? Am I yeah. too late? Mm-hmm. Is it too soon? It's one of those that you really gotta be really in tune with. Yeah. Except for Aaron Teals, you know, all you gotta do is just look at somebody and then sneeze wrong and you know, you're gonna kill them. <laughs> I think sometimes when Aaron tell they're on C looking at you on A and they just shoot you with it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm like. You can't get away. It's like, what the heck? I hate those things, man. <laughs> I was playing last night, man. I was playing some quick play last night and some rumble. And it was like, there was a guy in there with an Aaron tail and I had my beloved. And we both drew sights on each other at the same time. I shot my shot. He shot his shot and he killed me. And I'm like, oh. what? And the only reason I had the sniper out is because it was at that range, right? And I was like, all right, this is sniper range. And it was like, what? And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, okay, I guess. 
It's one of those, well, yeah. that just happened. Yeah, don't make me go get my <laughs> earring tail out. If I wasn't on this damn revoker quest, man, I'd go get mine. I got it. It's right there. All I got to do is man. rip that son of a bitch. Yeah, I got one on my uh, warlock that I, that I use. It's really good. It's been helping me out. Mm-hmm. So Speaking of snipers, man, they the next one up. Yeah, the snipers is the next one up. Look at that buff, too. Yeah. PVE damage increase by 47% against minor enemies and 20% for other for others. Uh, keep in mind, the exotic sniper rifle perks damage bonuses have been modified to compensate for this change, and they will not receive the full benefits and the result. <laughs> a I whole bunch of whispers that. just let out a sigh right then. I know. They're like, no. Oh, oh, yeah. man. But box breathing, baby. Oh, yeah. It's back. back, man. It's back. Uh, let's see. Submachine guns. Ooh. You know, my, another I'm, one. Uh, I'm the uh, revoker in a terror domain. So it says. Yeah, if uh, you're not, and especially a terror, but if you're not using a recluse, then submachine guns. Except for like maybe an Einstein or an adult has been like, yeah. But you got to think about it. Recluse is now getting a, another damage buff, especially in PvP. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely happy about this. So it says uh, uh PVE damage increased by twenty two point five percent against combatants. I'm so happy about that because I got a major spec on my recluse. Nonetheless, aggressive frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll get on it. We'll get done with this. Okay. Uh, remove the uh, intrinsic effect of uh, deal bonus damage at a close range. I didn't even know aggressive frame uh, does that. To be honest, um, this bonus was ten percent, but was um, unintentionally always active. The bonus damage has been moved to the base damage for um, seven fifty RPM submachine guns. I don't even think there's that many. Um, uh, Basically, uh, all they did right there was just change the wording of it. And so it still does the same thing. They just said it's not <laughs> a trans. They just changed it. It's like the bonus damage has been moved to the base damage. So it's just because it uh, the bonus was 10%, but it was unintentionally always active. So that means it was always on regardless, right? So all they did yeah. was just remove it as an intrinsic effect and just added it to the damage of the gun. And so the guns still just do the same thing they did before. Yeah, they just changed the wording on it. <laughs> that was just a long way to go around saying that. Oh, we yeah. just changed the name of the same thing. Don't worry about. It. Yeah, they could have, like you uh, said, they could have changed that, and no one would have ever known. Yeah, nobody would have known about that. They could have just kind of like sneaked that one in without nobody knowing. Nobody yeah, would have known it anyway. Exactly. And it but says, here you uh, go. "Here's your baby." Oh yeah, my baby. It says uh, submachine guns ha- uh, resulted in no damage change. As a result, Terrible and Huckleberry gained 10% damage in both PvE and PvP. Let's go. I can't wait to start pulling that out. I'm really going to be going in on people with Terrible because that's yeah, a man. really good one, man. Huckleberry is a nasty. beast, too, man. Shoot. Yeah. Huckleberry is Terrible, insane. I use that every man. I'm telling you, you could destroy everything in there with that. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's so good. So, and my my baby that I love so much back in Vanilla D two. So sweet business increased magazine size from one hundred to one hundred and fifty. Let's go. 
Increased PvE damage by 15%. High caliber rounds have been replaced with armor piercing rounds. Damage changed to 15 and 21.2 base and precision. Previously was 13.21 and 21.14. This weapon no longer requires you to fire to be firing when you pick up ammo to have it reload. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that is pretty good. Having having to be firing when you're running over top of ammo to automatically reload is kind of like what? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, so you're just running around the map just shooting your gun at nothing because there's a brick over there. It's like, hold on, I gotta get this brick. Let me spin this thing up real quick. But you gotta think about Titan's actually gonna reform the Luna Factions original <laughs> because, <laughs> because of that exotic chess piece that they got. The rigs Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's gonna be great, man! I, I can't wait to use that weapon. I love that. I yeah. really love that weapon. Yeah, I'm ready. That's I've got one of my favorite. I've got an active war rig just set on my character right now. Just waiting for a reason to shine. There you go. There you go. Uh, what do you think about this, uh, Lisa? You you like that? I do. I like that you don't have to be shooting at nothing to reload. <laughs> I mean, just like just some jackass running around the map, just like. Yeah, yeah, because not only do you look like a jackass, but you look like you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, what is this dude doing? Like, <laughs> I... you could just be walking by, and then you're just sitting here shooting your gun off, and then running around, <laughs> and then they're just looking over like, who the fuck are you? Why? Yes, I, I'm the blueberry. Mm-hmm. That you he's... Looking at? <laughs> you shooting like you the Terminator or something. <laughs> I hate this rock. I hate this tree. I hate this wall. Just Just like like, Rambo. Gonna shoot this big fuck off rock. Gonna shoot this big fuck off wall. Gonna shoot this thing over here. Uh Uh Oh, look, a bad guy. Oh, I'm fucking out of ammo because I kept shooting my gun. (laughs) You just sounded like like an idiot. Just just shooting everything. So that's... (laughs) That's great. Oh my god, too, man. Are you ready? Are you ready for this next one? Are you ready to return ready. to the Graviton Lance meta? Oh yeah. Graviton Lance damage increased by 30%. This is going to be Graviton Lance was my absolute favorite gun in year 1 of D2. You couldn't pull that thing out of my hands. That was all I flipped and used. Even after they changed it to be more like a scout rifle than a pulse rifle, you know, mm-hmm. with the, where they did the rounds coming out of it. But it yeah. was like, man, whew, 30%. And that includes it's the. going to be tough, man. It's still good. It's good right now. Just nobody just moved out of the public consciousness of the game. It's still mm-hmm. a fantastic fucking weapon. And so now it's going to be 30% more. Oh. Yeah, it's oh. steep. Yeah, it's still my steep. heart. Yeah, that you're gonna see a lot of graviton lances uh now than you ever did before, especially with mm. this uh increase in PvE. And yeah, I'm happy I'm actually really happy about that. That they got a chance to show that that gun some love in PvE because it it was okay, but it wasn't the best thing. And it's got a great perk on it. You would think it'd be like overpowered, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Liza? You you like that? I do because I feel like that was one of the more um, underrated guns. I feel like it was definitely 
time to show that particular gun a little more love than it had recently gotten. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, just give me the flipping catalyst for it, and I'll be all right. Yeah, they're gonna have to figure out how to give us a catalyst. Put it in a strike or something. You I mean, I think it. I think it is. I think it is already back in the game, but I've just played tons of strikes and crucible and whichever one it pops out of, it's not happened for me. Man, let me tell you, I played so much uh, strikes when it came to Stones of Heroes and all of that. I played so many strikes that I ain't never played strikes like that in my life, and uh, and it, I've got I haven't got one thing to drop, one catalyst to drop. I'm like, come on, man, you know. I was so upset. Yeah, I think I got like one at some point. And at this point, I don't even remember what it was because it was so like, oh, okay, cool. Might have been like a vigilance wing or something like that. But I was like, yeah. oh, all right, cool, I guess. Yeah, I, I was like, man, that's nuts. All right, so uh, Sunshot increased uh, magazine size. Well, okay. Yeah, so, that's good. I don't know. I never really was a fan of it, but you know that's great for people who like to play those. But I am a yeah, fan. There's of a lot of people that do it. like it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Vigilance wing finally getting a PVE damage. People used to crack on this weapon all the time in PVE. Uh, yeah, because it's always been like um, yeah, it's always been like a gun that people just associated strictly with a uh, PVP. Yeah, it needed some love in the PVE. Um, world, man, it really did. Now it's more of an incentive to bring it out and use it. Plus, it's got a good perk on it. it right, the catalyst perk. is good too. The catalyst is yeah, man. It's a good catalyst for the gun, but it's just one of those that's like the catalyst, as far as it's concerned. If I was going to take it into PvP, there's just so many other options I could use at this point that have power crept past it. You know, why would I trade in like my bygones or my outbreak perfected for that? Right. Now you got an incentive to bring it out now and uh, test it. I'm gonna test it out and see what how it plays in PVE because I I love the vigilance swing. That's my like when I start sweating type of a uh, gun to run to, and especially in Crucible. Now this one is my baby that I love mm-hmm. to use all the time, but but I had to I had to put it away and we forsaken uh came out but that was fact <laughs> you didn't you didn't throw it in the bushes you just kind of found your favorite bush and kind of just like gently sat it underneath <laughs> of it. yeah I, I gently sat it down you know and i love like, this thing i got the catalyst masterwork and everything for this thing Crimson damage changed to 19 to 30.5 base damage and precision previously it was 13 and uh, thirteen point seventy six and twenty four point uh, seven five. That's pretty big, man. That's, that's yeah. Big. Did did you see the video that Aztec made for it last week? Oh, he was so happy. Yeah, he was talking exactly about that and how it was just ridiculous on how like weak that it was compared to everything else versus what the stats said it was. Yeah, and man. The, the, the very next week they came out was like, well, how about this? And it's like that is huge, dude. Nineteen from thirteen. And basically that's 31 love. from 25. Jeez Louise. That's love right there, man. I cannot wait to put the Crimson back on because that is my fa- that's one of my favorite hand cannons. I love Last Word. I like Lunas Howell. I, I, I still like it even though they nerfed it, but 
dude, it's a it's Red Dead, dude. Yeah, man, that's my again. That's my gun. Finally, that's I my mean, because up until this point, the only real purpose that I ever had to use Crimson was that one part in the Shattered Throne where you get slowed right. down and you can't jump and you got to run through those thrall. And I would just bust out Crimson and just shoot the thrall and just constantly have my health all the way through until I got out, and then I switch back to another gun. Mm-hmm. And and think about it. Crimson is such a good weapon, especially when you're in trouble and you like, I need to get a quick headshot. Pop, 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 da da da. You already you got your health back. This weapon is so good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because it does it every time. And like every the Suros catalyst, it increases the chance of that happening. Say so you're using Suros, but it just increases the chance. Yeah. Right, so like one out of every three times, you might be like, "Oh, cool, I got my health back." But on Crimson, it's just like every time you kill something, it's like, "Bloop, bloop, mm-hmm. bloop." Never so. fails, man. Never fails. I love this weapon. I used to run this weapon PVE all the time in every raid and every um and every every P everything. I, I used to play with that. This that whole thing is good, man. I love this weapon. So I'm so yeah. Glad listen, he uh. He loves it so much that when I when I first read this and I saw this, the first thing I did was pull out my phone and text him like, "Hey man, did you see the twab? Did you see the crimson?" Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew that if anybody I knew was going to be excited about it, it was going to be you. Yeah. Oh yeah. They also said this to this though. This fixed an issue that was causing this weapon to deal higher flinch than intended. So they fixed that problem too. But I'm okay with it because this weapon is so good, man. It's so good. I I love um, the Crimson. Merciless um, uh, fixed the uh, missing uh, aim assist uh, stat for the weapon. That's hilarious. That was hilarious. (laughs) I was like, it doesn't get any uh, PVE damage. (laughs) (laughs) I swear I was aiming at his head. Yeah, this weapon is silly, man. I had a lot of problems with the immersus, and I I like the immersus. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good. Uh, nah, it, it there for a while. It was the boss DPS weapon. Yeah, back yeah back in vanilla Destiny Destiny two man, this weapon was that was it was the boss man. I love using this weapon, especially on the bathers. It was really good with the bathers. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it, Lisa? You like the merciless? I wasn't the biggest fan, but I mean, I, I used it when I had to, but yeah. <laughs> it's like, eh. she says, nah, screw your merciless. Move on. What's next? Yeah, in the bushes. Your other favorite gun is next. Your other favorite gun, the Ace of Spades, is coming up. Uh huh. Memento Mori's damage bonus is now affected by a range fall off. That's basically all Yay. I <laughs> That's all they said for that. Now, for this one, I was hoping that they was going to at least increase the damage of PvP and PvE. But um, I guess I'm fine with this. So, Lumina, a noble round should apply their buff to allies more reliably now. Okay, I'm okay with that. I was still hoping for a damage bonus in doing PvP and PvE. Uh, Yeah, it still gives a good 33% bonus on pvp the only problem with it was that they specifically made it where noble rounds wouldn't stack with a uh, well of radiance and so i could shoot you with it yeah but then when you went into the well you just adapted the wells bonus so this just makes it more reliable so maybe actually now that it does this and well has been changed somewhat if you aren't running well 
you, you might notice it a little bit more than you did before. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I'm fine. But with it that, did. You know? It would do a thing where, like, yeah, I would sit there, and if I was trying to shoot somebody, and the, the, I don't tell them, like, "Yo, P, listen, I'm getting ready to shoot you with a gun," right? Uh-huh. And you didn't know, and you're just playing something and playing like you normally would, like you're just jumping around doing stuff. And I would shoot it at you, and then you would jump, and then when you jumped, the round would just float off into nothingness. I would be like, "Well, okay." Okay, I guess I should tell you next time. Get ready to shoot you with my round. Don't move. Sorry about <laughs> all the throwers around you. If you don't die, this is going to help. You know? Thanks. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, actually, why am I complaining? Because they did say, you know, um, hand cannons in general is going to get a buff anyway. So I mm-hmm. guess Lumina is going to be powerful. You know, so. It's one of those where just have to see how it goes. Yeah, I just got to play around with it, see. Uh, how good it actually is now. It was one of those like everybody used a whole lot when we first got it, mm-hmm. and then we just stopped using it. Then it just went to the vault, and it was <laughs> like, well, cool. the bushes, yeah. Glad I didn't spend that eight dollars on the ornament for it, like I almost did. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, serve the colony. So, uh, so the colony served the colony now functions as auto loading holster does, uh, which that was actually supposed to be. That was actually supposed to happen. I don't know why it didn't. Um, but, hey, it's there, so I'm glad. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't use the colony enough to know anything about any of that shit to begin with. Yeah, facts. Uh, you know. Uh, let's see. So, perks. perks. So, substance. Reduce the impact of the perk on total reserves. Um, okay. You know, Rick- fantastic. Love it. It is going to be really good on guns that have not necessarily kill clip because you're always reloading with subsistence. But on guns that have rampage, if you get subsistence rampage, you can just basically keep your rampage proc forever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see, Ricochet. This is going to be sad. Remove the hidden bonus to damage fall off. Ooh. That, that, that. <laughs> yeah, so much for that one. So much for that one. You don't see nobody that's gonna be looking for ricochet rounds now. Oh, back to accurized rounds. Squash buckler. Uh, perk now receives. Uh, now activates when uh, getting a kill with a lightning ball. Okay. Didn't even know it didn't. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Great robber perk now activates when uh, getting a kill with ranged and melee abilities. Uh, ball light. Yeah, that's and nice. Knife. Okay, that's pretty nice. Like that, that is, that is really nice actually. Because if you combine that with like one two punch on a shotgun, like the next thing, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a little bit better. <laughs> one two punch reduce the effectiveness of stacking one two punch and a cross counter liar's handshake. Uh, for example, players won't be able to defeat River in less than three seconds after Shadow Keep launches using the combo of one two punch and Lars Handshake. But we know many of you will try other builds and uh, potentially even succeed. <laughs> you yeah, people are gonna people are gonna try to build, man. They they're gonna they're gonna definitely try a new build for this. So what do you guys yeah, think of the changes? Mm. Oh, let's go on this one. Go ahead. So, listen, what you think about the perk changes? I like it. I think it's something that uh, it's definitely gonna help. (laughs) 
Um, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I do enjoy that idea. It's something that greatly pleases me. Wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say this was actually a, a light armor 2.0? You know, I mean, uh, well, weapons 2.0 in a way. Mm-hmm. In a sense, yeah. Uh, yeah, the closest thing they have to that would be, I think, the, uh, with the perks. With, yeah. Not the perks, but the, uh, the, uh, mods, mm-hmm. right? The mods fall into line with the 2.0 idea of like just reusable mods all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's a 2.0 kind of aspect. Weapons and then well. just finally, finally bringing everything back up so that hopefully at this point it's not so much as what's the meta as the fact that anything at any time can be the meta just depending on what you feel like using yeah and i, I definitely yeah like i said i i really do think this was kind of like a light uh weapons 2.0 they buffed the, you know they buffed a lot of stuff up they they changed bars now you can use them again um over and over again and put them on any any weapon which is great um, you know, they increase things and it's just a lot, you know, that they did. So I, it, I can consider it that, you know, definitely. I'm so excited, man. They keep, I keep having this thing every podcast we do being like, I was so excited. I don't want to play destiny right now because I want to play <laughs> destiny in October. What the hell? And now I'm like, I'll get back to a point where I settle into it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go play some Destiny. And then a new 12 will come out and be like, I don't want to play Destiny right now. I just want to play when it comes out on October 1st. Exactly. <laughs> like, literally, when they announced this and I first first read this, man, I think I was texting you about it. And if you couldn't tell, I was like so excited. I was basically just like dancing in my kitchen. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so happy. I was flapping around everywhere. It was ridiculous. I'm glad I don't live with anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> If I had a door stopper with a spring on it, I'd have jumped down that floor and just sprang that thing for like 30 fucking minutes. Oh, my God. (laughs) The best way to show excitement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might still be springing it right now. I'd be like, I ain't got time for no damn podcast. I got to spring this door stop. (laughs) Weapons are getting buffed. Oh, my goodness. You are so silly. All right. And the last thing on this 12. So, uh, it says uh, starting on seventh, uh, September seventeenth, all negative modifiers would be removing, removed from the reckoning. This activity would continue to feature a weekly spin with a daily rotation of brawler, grenader, and heavyweight. Our goal is to change, is to improve the replayability <laughs> of reckoning. <laughs> Our goal is to get people playing reckoning. Period. Basically. <laughs> So players will feel more inclined to hop in the matchmaking for some sweet loot. They should also help to address some feedback items from players that uh, specific modifiers could deal too much punishment. We're looking at we're looking at you, Blackout and uh, Dark Blades. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm not even looking at Blackout so much as I was looking at attrition. I pull it up yeah, and attrition's man. on there, and I'm like, "Yep, no, nope, <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting one. in that today." Yeah, <laughs> I'll just wait till tomorrow. Screw you, spare actions. I'll be back. I like that uh, change. Um, definitely, I think that's, yeah, that's it's good. Yeah, that's going to help a lot of people, especially people who's coming into Destiny and they want to play some reckoning. It'll be a little bit easier as um, the transition to that. Um, what do you guys think? You think it's a good move for the, all the new players coming in, at least? I do. I do. It's definitely something that's going to help all the newbies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And by helping the newbies, it's going to help us. Exactly. Exactly. I definitely agree with that one. So that's all I got for this twelve. But I do. There's another topic I definitely want to get into. So it's been a five-year journey for all of us. Anniversary of Destiny. Uh, it was five-year anniversary. So uh, definitely want to share some moments and uh, like a little thing that I kind of ri- uh, wrote. So are you gonna make me cry? <laughs> I don't know. Man. I mean, I don't I mind. Don't... I, I'm a big boy, man. I'm not afraid of shedding some tears in public. I don't give a damn. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I'll cry right. I'm gonna cry just thinking about it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Touch me. Touch me and my soul, Let's go. Okay, so uh, this is my uh, my little excerpt from from uh, Buddy from the five year anniversary. So let's see. How should I start? So back when I was uh, when I first seen Destiny, like. Yeah, I seen the beta. It was a beta for Destiny. I I just came off of uh playing at least about uh DC Universe Online, and that was like something I used to play all the time. And um, I got burned out from it. You know, things got too bad and toxic. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just I'm uh, gonna chill with MMOs or whatever. And then I seen this beta called Destiny. Now I'm playing now the demo. So I was like, you know what? Let me check this out. And uh, uh, as soon as I checked back in 2014, I checked out the beta, and I was like, man, this game actually feels really, really good. I'm loving the gunplay. I'm loving everything about this this game. And as soon as I knew how this game played, I was already sold. I said, you know what? I'm going to buy this game. I'm going to try it out. And I was back on the PS3, you know, Going through, you know how PS3 works, and you're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I used to, I used to play that, and um, I finally, it finally came out, and um, man, I was so intrigued with the game. I loved the game. I, I played it. I, I was like, you know what, this game is feels like no other. You know, I've never played a game where I literally just enjoyed for years and years to come, and and as I kept playing, you know, newer Destiny. I playing, um, just trying to find my way. Times is hard. You know, back in Vanilla Destiny one, but I never forget a lot of the wonderful faces I've met um, playing. You know, a lot of people who helped me out, a lot of people who um, became really good friends with, and uh, building like friendships and a uh, bond. That you would like, you would never even think. And, uh, mm-hmm. Just being in this game and playing this game for this this long, it's really been such a blessing because it's like, yeah, I met so many people, got a chance to inspire so many people, and share a lot of fun and uh, wonderful experiences. Not only just laughing and talking with people, but you know, just being able to be there like brothers in arms. And uh, mm-hmm. go through raids, go through any challenge there is, you know, and, and to see us just all grow up from this whole thing. I mean, five years, man, that's a long time, you know. Yeah, it is. You know, I had just got out of high school, really, when I, when Destiny finally came along, and here I am now, man, it, still playing this game, still enjoying it, always ready for something to come out, and it's... 
it's just an amazing experience, and I'm glad that they're still going forward. They still love this game. You know, we love this game. And, uh, I mean, there's so many wonderful people who never got a chance to experience it starting to come through. And uh, we always have those memories that we have playing Destiny 1 and starting out, you know, even when Destiny 3, we're the, we're the, we're the pioneers, you know, people who played Destiny 1 and came through this long and stuck with it through hard times and the best times. And I really love this game and I'm going to always play this game. And, you know, I, I really think Bungie can continue to do what they do, you know, and keep on always striving to do better, striving to build the game the best way um, possible. And like I said, everyone gets this game flack, you know, the hardcore at times. They, they're hard on, hard on the developers, but they do it because they love this game. They want to continue to play this game. And, uh, as long as possible. Years ago, if you ever told me there's going to be a game that I'm going to be engaged in for five years straight, I would have said, man, you're crazy. There's no game like it. And really, mm-hmm. there is no game like Destiny. I mean, the no, gameplay, there's even, not. even the haters can say, oh, well, you know, I don't like <laughs> They that. can only hate so much. They can only, yeah. they can only hate so much, but they'll never, they can never doubt that the gunplay is like no other. No other game I've seen has been able to beat Destiny's gunplay. The feel of the guns, the aesthetics, everything. It's nothing like it, man. You jump on Destiny, you're hooked. As soon as as soon as you start playing. And, it, and the best it doesn't thing even about it is that there there's never gonna be another game like that. Nah, it was the first of its kind. Yep. There is there's not gonna be another game like that. And and that's that's interesting, man. They they took something and they really they really ran with it. And look at where we at now. It is yeah. And I mean, going off what you're saying about that, it was just literally like three days ago at work. I was asking somebody about. I was like, "So are you gonna?" It's somebody that I tried to get into Destiny, right? And they just. Then I guess the the uphill climb of it from them buying it brand new to where we are now just probably seemed a little daunting for them, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like, so I'm like, what's the number you going to ask them if they were going to play Borderlands 3? And the first thing they said, man, they turned around, they looked at me like, are you still playing Destiny? And I was like, I took it personal, to be honest with you. I was like, yeah, yeah, still playing Destiny, man, because Destiny's not just a game that you just jump into and you just play it and you're done with it, right? Yeah. Because, uh, like you said, it's it's a community. It's more than just a game that I turn on and play, right? Yeah. I can turn it on. I could get home from work at five o'clock and turn it on, be stressed out from the day, shoot some aliens in the face, get a little bit of therapy out of it, right? And be cool with it that way. But on a deeper level, I can turn right back around and sign in and play it with people that I've made friends with that I would have never met in life outside of that, you know? That's For instance, right. I'll just take the two of us, for example, right? I never knew you before I started, before I joined the clan, right? Exactly. But but now I've met somebody that I consider a friend in real life. I can actually reach out to you in real life right now, That's outside right. of PlayStation messages, if I want to talk about the game or if something happened to me in my personal life, I can I can literally right call there. you on my phone, right, right? And say, hey, P, I got something I want to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. What other game has ever allowed that to happen? 
right? I don't I, know. Like it, it's it it it's reinforced friendships that that I had in my uh, regular life. Let's say B Dub, right? Shout out to B Dub. I play with him all the time, right? Absolutely. We're friends at work, right? We were cool. Mm-hmm. We knew each other, and we talked about things that we liked at work. But then we started playing Destiny, and now we hang out on there. And now at work, it's like you know this person on a level that everybody else doesn't have that opportunity to know because we have this shared experience. That's right. That's and on right. this podcast, for instance, now today, Liz has been on this podcast, right? Well, now I've mm-hmm. met somebody else that's new and it's cool, you know? And mm-hmm. whenever we have somebody on the podcast, you meet somebody new. And that is the essence of, of Destiny right there. It's not just a game that you jump on, you play, you either win your chicken dinner or you don't. Destiny. You know, it's just a constant like, oh, there's nothing to do. Well, I can hop on now and I can play with my friends and we can be friends and we can just hang out and we can do shit. So whenever back in the day, people gave them a lot of shit about them saying, well, it's not about the end game. It's about the friend game. Yeah, people laughed at it because people wanted an end game. But guess what? At the end of the day, it was about community and it was about making yep. new friends. And it was more than just, oh, well, what's the latest gun we can all chase after? That's right. It, it was way much... So it's so deeper than it's deeper than just some in game. Oh, we're gonna do this and do that. You're right about that, man. It, it, man, this is so many memories, man. Just some people that you've met, you know, and people you got a chance to play something with. Like I said, you know, Vault of Glass, that was my, one of my favorite raids, man. Uh, biggest experience ever, uh, to finally beat the boss with a group of guys, you know, I met that was cool. You know, yeah, I mean, just so many memories, man. It's being with people who you can depend on. You can, you just so hyped about the game. You ever see somebody so excited over something and they're, they're passionate about it? I mean, that's how the Destiny community is so passionate about this game. You know, people can sit on talk. I mean, we got multiple podcasts talking about De- Destiny. You know, yeah, that's the only game that I can compare to, like, to like uh, a relationship in real life, right? Yeah. It's like you, you you go into a relationship and you have your ups, right? Which are great, right? You have your honeymoon mm-hmm. period. That's great. And then you settle into real life and you start, the arguments start and the fights start, right? That's you disagree right. with stuff and you don't like stuff. But at the end of the day, you find a common ground and you come back together and you let the fights fall to the wayside, you know, and you figure out a better way fucking forward. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's, it's the only game that's ever made me make an analogy like that, you know, mm-hmm. to something so that should be so trivial, right? Versus something that should be so important to everyone's lives. But this is a game here that which some people might think that's ridiculous, but to me, it's really not. It's more than that, man. It's more than that. And and think about it, just think about this what game that you know, tell me any game that you know that has been in its critical spot. Like Destiny has almost to the point where it's about to die and still bounce back and everybody's jumping into it. What game you know that has ever done something like that? Yeah, to the that, point that they were able to like leave Activision and form and go out on their own and still survive and not just die on the kicking it hard, man. Yeah. I no, don't it's, know it's... any I don't know any IP today that has ever done that. Uh, any know. anthem podcast you listen to? <laughs> I mean, where's where where's Max. the uh, where's the Apex podcast? Is there any of those? I haven't, I haven't really looked, but I don't see them floating around a whole exactly. lot. Don't see a lot of don't see a lot of 
YouTube videos about either one of those games anymore. Oh, and that's not to that's not to shit on those games because for yeah. what they are, they're fine games, right? But mm-hmm. they don't have what this game has. And five yeah. years from now, will people still be playing either one of those or having the same conversation? I mean, who knows? But it doesn't seem as likely to me as what Bungie's accomplished with Destiny. That's right. What's your words? What's your last words on it, uh, Liza? What you think? I think that Destiny is more. I agree. Destiny is more about a community than just the game. There's all sorts of different friendships that you make in that game that you never would have made in real life. Like because it's connecting you with people that even though you have absolutely nothing except for this one thing in common you can still build really great friendships you know you can still have that community feeling and I I really don't think that there's gonna be another game to where like it really does just build this sense of community and friendship and dependency and like 